Hello everyone and welcome to this amazing episode of Education Street brought to you by the Fantabulous folks from the follow through. Welcome to our new temporary location. We hope you enjoy the beautiful view behind us. Um, so today we're going to have a little bit of fun. We're going to switch away from Education Street and uh, give a very good review about a new show. <clears throat> the show's on Apple TV. They've been uh, coming out with a lot of different products lately. And um, so far, they, they, they've had some good hits. I think if they focus on quan, qu quality over quantity, um, they're going to do quite well. So we're going to talk about a new show called Tehran uh, that they had released uh, earlier this year in 2020. And what was interesting was that all the reviews that were done by, uh, you know, whether it was Wall Street Journal and, and, and other individuals, all the reviews for Tehran were done by were done by white people or just American people. None of them were done by an Iranian person. So, being an Iranian American, I thought, let's take a crack at this. Let's look at this show and see, and really get the Persian perspective of things because it might be a little different. So let's give the backdrop first. Tehran takes place in two thousand, essentially twenty. It is basically, it is basically about Iran and Israel and the current kind of like Cold War status, um, and it's basically shown a lot of the espionage that the Mossad is doing in Iran. So, let's start reviewing the show. That's the backstory. Uh, let's first talk about what is not good about the show. The intro music sucks. Okay. You can't have a show called Tehran and play freaking Arabic music as your intro. I mean, dude, there's some great, great Iranian artists out there like Hamid Safat, Hichkas, Mohsen um, Yegane. Uh, I mean, I mean, these are some amazing people that they could have easily went, asked them to play their, their music or had them make a, an intro. I mean, I think Hamid Safat would have been perfect for this show because he's a young, hip dude in Iran great rap artist i mean the rap coming out of iran with some of these guys is phenomenal because it's deep it's potent they got great beats uh great lyrics i mean it just it would jive really well with the intro but they're playing arabic music so that was our first mistake i, I mean you you just can't you can't fuck up like that okay you can't have mess ups like that so that's the first part the second part was there are certain portrayals that they did which don't really don't really represent how Iranian people act, and it was a bit of a turnoff. Uh, for example, the first scene you have uh, one of the main actresses. Her her name on the show is Tamar, and she is at this point. It's like in the first episode, I think, maybe first or second episode. She has infiltrated the like uh, basically the electric utility plant uh, for Iran in, in the city of of Tehran, and. Um, and she's pretending to be somebody else because she looked very similar to her. And there's a gentleman that, you know, apparently had a crush on the woman that Tamar is pretending to be. And he grabs her by the neck and he's and he says something really disgusting in Farsi. He's like, oh, kida momichai, which is really disgusting. It's like, in Farsi, it sounds a lot worse. But in English, basically, he's like, oh, he's like, you want my dick? And um, I can tell you that that would never happen in a workplace, especially. Like, I, I've asked... Quite a few people, <clears throat> I apologize there, 
I've asked quite a few people who work out there and they said, hey, would this ever happen? And they said, absolutely not. They said, if, if a man were to grab you in a building, such in a workplace environment in Iran, he would get his ass beat. And that's always been Persian tradition and Iranian culture. That, that has always been part of our culture. There, there's a lot more respect towards women. And, and I've asked women recently who have come from Iran and they're out here and they said this would never happen. It doesn't mean that, you know, there aren't sleaze bag men out there, but to the surprise of many people living in America, there's not a lot of sleaze bag men when you go to other countries. And especially in the Middle East, there, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of respect towards women's rights, especially in Iran in that sense. There's a lot of respect towards not violating them. You know, Iranians would say that this is more of a portrayal of how, unfortunately, and I'm not here to piss people off, but hey, this is just this is just how shit is. They'll say this is unfortunately a portrayal of, of how Arab men would typically act towards a woman. <clears throat> and if you guys don't know, the, the creators of Tehran, uh, they are, uh, it, it's, it, I believe it's an Israeli director. He's, he's made some great shows. Um, but this was like just some stuff that made some people angry. Um, there's another instance where Tamar is uh, walking out of her, I believe, her aunt's house. And, you know, some guys who seem like they work with the Basij in the show beat her up once again. You know, I've asked people about this. I've asked women particularly about this who live in Iran. That They go, the odds that are happening are, are very, very low. They've said they've never had that happen to themselves or their friends. So, it, you know, there's just some bad portrayals there. Um for some people, the first scene where they're at the airport because uh, the plane was taken off from Jordan, landing in Tehran, had an emergency landing. It brought back a lot of PTSD. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but the fact that it reignited some PTSD-like feelings and anxiety for people <clears throat> of Iranian descent, it's kind of amazing. Um, but it also turned people off from the show. So that, I thought that was interesting. And it really came from a lot of people who had who were there during the revolution and during the war. Uh, they said that initial scene really brought a lot of anxiety and, and and just some bad memories for them, unfortunately. Now, let's move on to the good stuff because you know life life is a teeter totter. You got to look at the bad and you got to look at the good if it exists, and the bad if it exists. So, <clears throat> while a lot of people have criticized the show from the things that I've just said. There are some great things to look at this show. I think it was phenomenal that the directors of the show made people who did not know how to speak Farsi go and learn how to speak Farsi. The show is spoken in a lot of Farsi and a lot of Hebrew. And I was amazed that they made a lot of their actors and actresses who did not know how to speak Farsi go and learn it. So that's a plus. Let's look at the fact that they use people that look like us in the show. They could have easily used Arabs. They could have easily used Israelis um, or Europeans, in that matter, to represent the Iranians. No, they, they used OG Iranians. And you know what? You got to give props to that because they didn't have to do that, but they did. And you know what? It made the fucking show so much more authentic. It made it... To me, there was a connection there. And even for my wife who's not Iranian, okay, she's Asian, she's Korean, um, she felt more of a poignant connection 
with the show because of the fact they're speaking Farsi, because of the fact that the people look like who they're supposed to be. So, you know, I give a lot of props to the fact that they used a lot of Iranian actors and actresses. I, I thought it was amazing. Unfortunately, they couldn't film in Iran, but guess what? They got a lot of footage. I don't know how they did. They must have had people in Iran who took some HD um, videos around Tehran and stuff because they used some great footage that that there are scenes that rep, that sh actually show what the country looks like. Most of the, the films are actually, most of the episodes are filmed, I believe, in Greece. But there are segments where you can tell, oh, crap, that's actually Tehran. It, it was beautiful. So I really admire the fact that they used Iranian singers. I mean, not singers. I really admire the fact that they used Iranian actors and actresses. Um, you have to give a lot of props to that because when we look at films in America, right, there has been, you know, for a lot of us who aren't white or black, you know, there has been a lot of disappointment when certain positions are portrayed by, let's say, white people. For example, Alexander the Great, like Colin Farrell had blonde hair, never existed, okay, in history. That was a terrible representation. When you look at 300, the people portraying Iranians all look like they're from Latin America. I mean, it, it they did not do a good job, right? Or you look at certain uh, movies with Asians, for example, that they're not always using Asian Americans or Asians to portray an Asian type role. Um, it's so we've had that disappointment, but they do a great job here by getting over that. And you know what? The story is really fun. I gotta say, if you can get past the first episode. It is a really fun show. Um, <clears throat> I was rooting for the Iranians, so they, they were, hey, hey. Uh, the, the ending was like mega, just phenomenal. I don't want to ruin it for people, but if I had to give it five stars, right now I'm going to give it three to three and a half. I'm going to put it between there. I thought the way the story developed was amazing. I, I love that they used the Iranian actors and actresses. I love the fact that they made these really actors and actresses learn how to speak Farsi. Um, they do a great job of really showing the present day dynamics between the two countries. I think they do. Uh, I think they do a good job of also showing just some of the things that, you know, the country is facing. Um, and there, there's even certain euphemisms that, that they touch upon, which I thought was wonderful. Um, you know, there's a scene with Farah, with Faro's, uh, uh, Kamali, who, who's basically like, one of these intelligence officials from the IRGC in the show. And he's with Mordecai, who's Tamar's father. And, and Mordecai is telling him how he always felt like a foreigner in Israel, even though he's Jewish, but he's of Iranian descent. And uh, Fados looks at him and goes, well, why did you leave? He's like, we didn't bother you guys. You should have stayed. And I think it's these, these small little uh, just sequences which really touch upon the culture and it touches it touches upon the modern day things that the culture and the country have, have faced and they've questioned themselves so i i thought i think they've done a great job i think uh if they can for season two uh get rid of the arabic music because it is a iranian show and while arabic music is very entertaining we want it to uh, represent what the region is about because for people who aren't from iran they're gonna think we're arab and that we have arabic that like we sing arabic music Iranians do, but the whole point is get some Persian singers on there. Like, really, hit up Hamid Safat, 
you know, hit up Peachcast. I, I, I think they're going to make, or, or Mosa Yegon, I think they're going to make great, great music for you. Um, I'm really interested to see how season two plays out. And I think the cute little love story between Tamar and Milad would be great. Um, also for season two, could, could we just clean up Tamar's face? I mean, she's had like this cut on her face for God knows how long, like in the first season. Okay. Like the time of the, the time of from episode one to six, like could we just clean her up a little bit. Um, so that we don't have to look at the cut. Like I get it. Maybe two episodes, you have a cut, but geez, like the thing just kept getting worse and worse. So let's just do that. But yeah, between Tamar and Milad, Milad, I think the, the love story is interesting. I want to see how that pans out. Um, I, I really want to see more of the positive light of, of Iranian culture. I think if they really show more of the hospitality and the positivity of Iranian culture, I think it'll be very good. I think so far, like I said, one of the positives with the shows, um, I think they, they've done a decent job of, of also just showing the culture, but I think it'd be great to really dive into it more and show that open arm love uh, that Iranians have to their guests at all times. Um, and I think for the second season, I think it'd be interesting to dive more into, if it's possible, really about this Cold War that exists between the two countries maybe even tap into how you know during the time Yadash, which people can uh, also refer to as isis how that maybe affected the relationship between the two countries where maybe on the one side you know there's this agenda from the Mossad, but then on the military side maybe the two sides i don't know i've heard rumors but maybe the two sides were helping each other combat Daesh, aka isis um, I mean, I don't know if they can add that into season two, but I would like to see things progress. I would like to see more of the positivity. I think, I think those things are going to be amazing. So overall review, three to three and a half stars. I highly recommend you watch it, you know, and you're going to have fun. You're going to have fun hearing people speak Farsi and Hebrew. And, uh, as an international show, I think they did a splendid job. Just, they got to fix some of the small things we said. And we hope you enjoy that. So take care. Have a wonderful day, everyone. And we will talk to you soon.